in this mood for a while now. It's a dangerous mood for a believer to be. But dangerous time, call for a dangerous moment. We'll pray afterwards. Okay, so this move is not a fluke. Mm, it's not a fluke. It's God's move to redeem this country. Yes, God's move to the deep country. Anytime, God's, anytime God wants to move in a particular land, usually he aligns his action to align with some people's movement. So it can look like coincidence. You wonder how our voice was so loud. Indians were, were, were echoing it. For the first time in Nigeria, you will see people go on peaceful petition. Peaceful. And they're just there. And the whole world is saying, answer these people. For you to know that this is God's move, look at the series we've been treating ever since COVID has been lifted. I was joking with uh, my, my wife and my friend when we were coming from the house this morning that if they want to carry anybody, Pastor K is one of the people they will face carry. Let me tell you why. We started this topic saying fight for your future. After about two weeks, everybody came out and said we are fighting... <laughs> don't look things down like that they are very symbolic on our highland church they went to where we have our did you they went to where we have our billboard and they took our banner they said this is our weapon for fighting these are people that don't go to church and they use it in the barricade when my wife told me I said what are you talking about I called Pastor Maka, she said, yes, so. That I said it is their own, it's for them. That the statement here is what they are fighting for. So when they did barricade, that was the, what, the material they used to do the front. This assurance, it's what gave me the assurance that your future is not surer than this moment. If it has been blinked before, this period, your future is certain. Because it is, it is propounded by God. Propounded by God. God is the architect of what's going on. Don't, don't be afraid. Don't be afraid. And for you, I can tell you that you will not die. Your children will not die. Your family ones will not die. We sympathize with the family of those that lost their life in the struggle. It's a deep deep, deep sorrow, deep regret. I was telling somebody, I said, even when we fought for independence, we didn't die. Are we? I'm not sure how many countries escaped that. We fought for independence, we didn't die. It's not now that we are saying, do this, do that. That will not be losing young souls. But no more shall it be in this land. So today I want to leave you with three Ps that can bet peaceful resolution or revolution, however you may want to put it. I'm careful to use the word revolution because when I saw the dictionary meaning, it was a bit hard. <laughs> so I'm very careful. So you can call it resolution, but resolution does not look direct to what we're talking about. <laughs> so you can choose anyone you like. I've given you options. So three Ps that leads to a peaceful resolution. The tango that puts peaceful there. <laughs> peaceful revolution. Is that not correct? 
three pieces that leads to three pieces that leads to a peaceful revolution. Now, what we are going through is not strange to us. It may be strange to us, but it's not strange to God. God is aware of it. And I discovered from the Bible that it has happened before. And there was a way God delivered them out of that mess. Without having to shed blood. Without having to... Without having to destroy properties. Without having to fight. Without having to kill. There was a way God did it and it was peaceful. In fact, the coup was planned by God himself. When man plan coup, they can kill you in, at the end of it. They say, you, you kill somebody. But when God planned it himself, nobody can argue with God. They will even call it the act of God. And give other names to it. So I saw that it was very possible to have a peaceful resolution, I mean, um, revolution without necessarily causing problems. And they are very simple peace. Oh, it's rhymes of peace. I mean, three P actually, but because it's S, so it's three P's. Amen. And the first one is prayer. Prayer. Please do not fall to the temptation of those that say that prayer is a waste of time or we don't need to pray again. Jesus started with prayer and he ended with prayer. In fact, I think that when people say things like that, they underestimate the power of prayer. When you look at prayer from a perspective, you will think prayer is all about what you ask God. No. The Bible says unto him that is able to do exceedingly and abundantly. Sometimes you are praying for A, God is answering C. Are we here in the service? Please don't fall for that trap. Don't fall for that trap. Don't fall for that trap. The first one is prayer. And why did I call it first? Why did I call the first one prayer? Because prayer is valid even for the second and the third. Prayer is so important that as you start a revolution, you will need prayer. When you are doing the revolution, you need prayer. At the end of it, you need prayer. Prayer is so important. So when Bible says that, look at it here. He said, now unto him that is able to do exceedingly abundantly above all that we want, ask or think. Sometimes we are asking God for protection. God is not just only giving you protection. He's also giving you guidance. Praise God. So let's not play down the power of prayer. It's very key. It's very, very key. In fact, when I was studying the Bible, I discovered that when you lay petition to God, it's a kind of protest. So when you underestimate the power of prayer and you put prayer in the corner and just say, it's not about asking God for something, you have killed the whole idea in the first place. Prayer is more than sufficient for this move. For us to have a peaceful revolution, we need to pray, 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 pray and pray some more. I can dare you to tell you that if it wasn't prayer, what you saw there, do you agree? Is a minor bit to what could have happened. I'm still amazed that this country is still standing till now for what I've seen some videos. That this country is still standing. That they can even allow us to come, come and sit in church like this. It's an amazement. At the point, I, stop, I tell my wife, if you need me alive, just don't show me videos again. I, I don't know what my heart was doing. After some video, I'm not well again. I just have a headache. I went to a very strong school. I don't like to call it notorious school. And those days when we were there, it was very active. I've seen people die. But the way I see them dying these days is not the same thing. 
I saw some video. The guy pocketing his hand like this. And after go, 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 the guy just went down. Pwah! I said, hey, is it gone? My friend said, no. He's alive. I said, let's watch. Let's watch. You will move. The next thing, blood was all over. Thank God for the Christian that persisted in the place of prayer. Please don't be tempted at all. At any point in time, to think that prayer is not necessary what we're doing. Really? Are you joking? Are you joking? Please don't join them. The second thing that is very important that I saw in that same scripture that brought about a peaceful I mean, revolution was protest. I didn't know they protested in the Bible like that. And the third one, Was policy making. They made policy. And I saw this in the book of Esther. There was, a there was a revolution in the book of Esther that nobody can easily think about. You can probably forget it in a haste. And when God opened my eyes, there was a few things that were there. I said, wow, these are the three Ps. Please, can we celebrate Pastor Key and Pastor Hem? They are unavoidably not here today. That's why I'm representing them. I asked him a few things he wanted to share with us today, so he told me a few of them. So I'm going to bring them quickly this morning. As he wants the young youth. Please permit me to use the word young youth because I'm still a youth. This time you say youth and they don't call us. I'm thinking, I'm not that old now. That's why every Saturday morning you see me on the field playing ball with them. You guys can just put me aside. Hallelujah. So there was something that happened in the book of, in the book of Esther too that looked like whatever Nigeria is going through. I saw it. It was the same. It was, um, well, it depends on how you see it. When we read it, you see that it was the same thing that happened. I'm going to lay the foundation of how it all started in the book of um, Esther chapter 3, verse 8 to 9, and verse 12 to 13. So Esther, after she had just listened to the paraphrase, because we don't have time to read it from, um, from, Genesis, I mean, from Esther chapter 1. Esther, after she had found favor with king, and she became a very uh, pricey girl. She replaced um, Vash Vashti. Thank you. She replaced Vashti. And how come nobody has said her name since that time? <laughs> so she replaced Vashti. And then she became very profound in the palace. So her uncle, adopted father now, was always by the king's gate. Praise God. Am I correct? If you've ever read that story. Then they promoted some one guy. He's supposed to be the next to the king. And besides, eh? That kingdom was very big. If I, when the Bible described how big the kingdom was, I don't know how they managed to rule those days. They said the, the guy's kingdom extends from oh, Pasha to uh, India to Ethiopia. That's the guy's reign. A very big empire. Imagine that kind of empire conspire against certain people. You cannot make it. You don't have chance. So they promoted one guy called Aman. Um, am I correct? Yes, Aman. So, Aman is a very proud guy. Everybody does for him. You know, everybody, everybody loves, everybody, you know, you know the way people are. When they say that this person is a top guy, everybody surrenders to him. Everybody looks for his good favor. But um, Mordecai, Mordecai, the uncle of um, Esther, in the way they say it, it doesn't fall for the guy. 
You know the way they say it, mafo. So the guy doesn't fall for him. When the guy passed, he just gets it normal. And the guy was vexing because of that thing. He was very upset. He said, ah, I see everybody's tripping for me. This guy doesn't trip. He doesn't fall for me. And I want to say, who you be now? I'll go fall for you. You be, guy, go your level. <laughs> Amen. That's what happened now. A guy passed here. So he became very upset. And because of that particular thing, he plotted against the whole Jew. In fact, the plot against the whole Jew was not that they should just kill them where they were. They should kill them in all the provinces that they exist. Can you see massacre? That sounds familiar. Have you said anything? No? Look at verse 8. Anama said unto the king, There is certain people scattered abroad and despised among the people in all the provinces. Can you hear? As they were in India, they were in um, Afghanistan, they were everywhere. Among the people of the province of, of, of the kingdom, and their laws are, the, are diverse from all the people. That means they have a way of doing their own thing. They don't bow down. They, they don't bow down to other gods. They are very loyal people. They are very respectable people. Neither they, um, sorry, neither did they keep the laws, the king's law. That one is a lie. So it's the kind of thing they will lie. They will lie against us. Oh, no, no, you're shouting. They're lying. This one is not true. Yeah. You don't know who you are fighting. You are still novice. You see, all these people that fought this kind of fight, they didn't see Aluta. You know, they are young age. I can tell you the truth. In your age, when you are investing now, they are not fighting Aluta again. Come, I have some of us that fought some battle of Alutas. We know the trick. That's why one of us are, we are looking at you like this. Are you sure you want to go? Are you people sure that we should go together? <laughs> Praise God. Okay, let's continue. He said, um, Therefore, it is not for the king's prophet to suffer them. Verse 9. If it is, if it is, if it please the king, let it be written that they may be what? Destroyed. He's not even talking about killing them. After that time, I said, I'll come back to this later. He said, destroyed. And I will pay. He's even willing to pay. 10,000 talents of silver to the hands of those that have the charge of the business. To bring it into the king's treasuries. Now, verse, um, verse 12. Then were the king's tribes called unto the thirteenth day of the first month. And, and there was written according to all that Ammon had commanded unto the king. Can you see? King's lieutenant. And to the governors that were all over the provinces, the province. And to the rulers of the every people. And to every province according to the writing therefore. And to every people after their language. See, they, had to, they, they, they took time for those who are speaking Indian. I don't know what this. Okay, Hindu. They told them. They had to send Africa. Their version. So it was a, it was a big war. How do you survive this kind of war without, without fighting back? How do you survive this kind of war without destroying, without killing? They, they, they made it such that Anywhere they ever existed, they won't survive. So what we are going through is something like this. It seems like we are captured in a box and we cannot do anything. Let's continue. And to every people after their language, in the name of the king, and, was it, and it was written, and sealed with the king's ring. That's the, the symbol of authority. Verse 13 now. And when the letter was sent by the post, they didn't have uh, social media. So they posted it. Praise God. <laughs> to all the king's provinces. 
to destroy. See, this is where I know that to destroy is not even to kill. We will pray with this scripture later. Remind me. Hmm? How many of you are going to pray with this scripture? To kill and to cause perish all the Jews, both young and old. That was how they gave commandment to shoot innocent citizens. Little children and women, one day, upon the 13th day of the Lord, which was the month of Adar, to take the spoils of them as a priest. See, so this conspiracy theory is not just happening. Say, these people are sitting at the gate of Togate. Bible didn't have it there, but it's synonymous. Sure, somewhere, somewhere, some people are asking, how much have we lost? Please, off record. Some people did. Nigerians have talent. I don't know some people can calculate how many cars go to that place in a day. Hey, they brought out the money. Oh. They did statistics. So, oh. when they told me that place has been reconstructed, I said they no born them way. Eh? I don't know if it is true or not. They said over two hundred fifty million naira in a week. Nobody allowed that kind of thing to spoil. I said, how do they calculate every car? They give average. They give this narrative. They also do this for our, our senators. How much they hen? How many of you are angry when you saw that thing? <laughs> Praise God. So they gave that law. But see, where the action point start coming from is verse 1 of chapter 4. That was where the action point started coming from. Look at it. When Mordecai perceived all that was done, Mordecai rented his clothes, praise God, and put on sackcloth with arches and went into the midst of the city. That is the protest. Praise God. You see when Mordecai protested? That is where the protest started. And went into the midst of the city and cried and cried with a loud and a bitter cry. Those guys, exactly. You see, you see what I'm saying? That what we are doing is in line with what is happening in the scriptures. All over the country, people are protesting. In Alausa, they went there. And they were crying. Can you hear these people that are killing us? Even if they know that some other bigger ones are behind them. were crying. It was just a protest. And for you to know, it was a peaceful... Even when thugs came, they didn't attack the thugs back. They went to hire bodyguards to show that it was a peaceful one. We don't mean to come and harm anybody. We just want a... They were just yearning and crying. Verse 2. And it came even before the king's gate, for none might enter into the king's gate clothed with sack. Verse 3. Video quickly, and in every province, with we saw about the king's commandment and, and, and all of that. Um, okay, look at here. There was great mourning among the Jews, but look at what they did next. And what? Fasting. Whatever you see, fasting, they were also praying. You see, when they started eating at them, they immediately started praying and fasting. They realized they don't have the strength to win by themselves. But they have to resist. How can you face with that has gone and you don't have anything? And you're saying, how many people should I kill? In this kind of country, my God? 
Really? You see why we cannot underestimate the power of fasting and praying? And that was why I said, it is, if, it is um, in mathematics, they call it a subset of both of them. So that means that it's included in your protest and it's included when you're making policies. Fasting is connective. You have to start with it and end with it. They were fasting. There was morning. They were fasting. So I, I, will, I will be mentioning some, some things that fasting do. If people are mourning and fasting and praying, at that time, prayer is very multi-dynamic in nature. The Bible even said it. It said um, it is powerful and multi. DJ, can you find that scripture? It said, um, it said it is powerful and dynamic. Effectual favor to pray of the righteous man. God bless you, sir. He said, effectual favor to pray of the... He said, it is very dynamic in operation. Look at it here. He said, confess of faults one to another and pray for one another that he may be healed. The effectual favor... No, it was... I think it's um, amplified. That said that one. Okay, great. He said, therefore, confess of faults one another. Wow. Uh, that he may be able to heal and restore. The heartfelt and persistent prayer of a righteous man, believer, can accomplish much when put in action, made effective by God. It is dynamic. Dynamic means it can change oppression. It can change oppression. He said, it is dynamic and can perf- and have tremendous power. At that time, what prayer was doing for them was that he was giving them comfort. Because they were killing them and they kept praying. They kept praying. Don't forget that all over the province was where they were doing it. That prayer at that time brings comfort. When you go to people's house, and probably something, something tragic has happened, when you share prayers with them, they will be comforted. The Bible says, comfort them that mourn in Zion. So we can't, under, we can't underestimate the power of prayer. Immediately, I saw that what prayer also does there was that it brought boldness to Mordecai. And you can see that in the book of um, uh, Acts of Apostle. I don't want to read too much scripture because of my time. Peter that denied Jesus before. That said, if, now, if it's true that I followed him anywhere, let's thunder. Join with fire. Today, judge me. The same Peter, after being baptized with the Holy Ghost, and he has prayed a bit, he came out to the thousands and said, Jesus, confess that you guys are crucified and resurrected. I am with his witnesses. So prayer can also perform boldness. I want to tell you that the prayer of boldness, the prayer that Christians have been praying was what instigated those youths to move. I dare to tell you. I don't know what younger um, youths chop way way before they came out. They came out in their thousands. I said prayer is not working. They were so coordinated. They were, after eating and finishing everything, they would sweep. You know, if they didn't sweep, nobody would blame them. They would show before and after. Clean. So clean. Praise God. That's one of the efficacy of prayer. Prayer gave boldness. Prayer gives boldness. The Bible says a righteous man is as bold as a lion. After praying, there are some things you want to go for. When you finish praying, you will see some energy within you. Praise God. So don't underestimate the power of prayer. Hmm. All right. So we have seen protests from that point. I mean, we have seen uh, protests from that point. Now, protests in its own cannot solve any problem. Protests usually 
is an expression. See, they were sad. Mordecai was sad. He was crying at the gates. He was wailing. It was very, very bad. But you see, that's how many people have also expressed emotion. Praise God. But one thing about emotion I know is that it changes its complexion. Pastor K has taught us emotion before. Do you remember? Praise God. Do you remember? Now, the same emotion that was shouting, yes, let's fight. Praise God. Before that period, before that um, particular attack, generally, as the whole protest started, a lot of people on their DP, it's time. Enough is enough. We are no more. A lot of people called me. I hope you pastors are talking. I hope you pastors are on this move with us. At that time, everybody's emotion was what? Fight. Praise God. And average, even the other people were joining us to fight. The mothers too came out to fight. Praise God. But something happened. After the attack, not much people are saying fight again. I received some phone calls from different people randomly. Let me average it about 10. It was like, Wally, I need to relocate. <laughs> These people don't want to hear what. Make I carry my family. <laughs> Emotion has changed face. Praise God. Emotion that people were shouting before, fight, 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 is now flight, flight. That is why we cannot live forever in protest. We must go beyond our emotion and leave it aside. One of the major things that, that the protest will do for you is that it will attract the art of the king. If you read that scripture further, I don't have time again to read it. Please, pardon me. I, I think um, that was, um, I mean, um, okay, let me not go into that scripture again. If you, if you have time, go through it. Immediately, Esther the wife of the king, that's the hierarchy, had the information that his uncle was crying outside. All the people, the, the, the people working with her, came and reports to them that there's a trouble somewhere. And that was exactly what happened to Nigeria. All the big, big people in the world started tweeting about it. All the big musicians, all the um, known people around that you know, they started talking about it. That's what protest does. But you see, protest in itself can open the door. It can't carry you inside it. Protests will give you attention before the kings. They will ask you, what do you want? And this is my message this morning. There is one particular part we are not doing well, and that's where I'm concerned. That is what I'm, I'm concerned about the most. And that is the last one. Do you know, sir, that we are crying that they should bring the youth and everybody help? That's our cry. If that's our cry, I don't think we're crying right enough. We must be more, more aware of what we're doing. Ask yourself where you are now, the place you are living. Think about 17 youths randomly. How many of them can you hand over power to? I'm hearing. Yeah, so, see, are you seeing what I'm saying? Because all of us are just angry. Oh, let them give power to the youth. Our former head of state were youth. And they didn't do anything better. Do you understand? Even if you had one good president, 
if the three that are coming behind them are worse than that one, they will scatter everything that he has done. You saw an antecedent of one that happened in Lagos. Don't want to talk too much. Somebody came, took away the dustbin. Everywhere was clean, like um, London. They look boy with the first one way, even if they're a corner. And that one came. Said, Why do you take the dustbin away? Did we send you a message? Bring back our dustbin. <laughs> We're still fighting it tomorrow. You see, and that was one thing. You see, one of the things that is most significant was that Esther too was a youth. She was a virgin, so she was youth. She was probably in her primes. Now, look at one thing that Esther did that was significant. Esther chapter 8, verse 4 and 5. I'm not going to go to the story of how, how the father has told him, please help us, and all of that. Then the king held out the goddess scepter towards Esther. So Esther arose and stood before the king, verse 5, and said, if it is possible, the king, and I found favor on your side. Look at this. I, didn't, I, did, I deliberately skipped that part because of my time. One of the things prayer do also, because when they told Sarah, I mean Esther, that she should go to the king for them, Sarah, Esther said, all of you go and pray and fast for me. Three things that she will get from that point. Number one, favor. Because all through that scripture, they kept saying that she had favor with the king. At the time she went on to meet her king, which her husband, she was not supposed to go at that time. She has 30 days to stay away from the king. And if anybody does come at that time when you are not invited by the king, you are going to die. That's their law. But you see what? When she had favor, she was called. When the king saw her, the king said, please come. So you see one of the things that prayer can do for us? It can give us favor in the highest places of authority. So please don't miss it. You see, prayer is dynamic in operation. Now, then look at it. It gave her wisdom. Because if you see what she asked for, she first asked for a banquet where the king can marry and his heart can be settled first. See, that is wisdom. Where prayer can also give the people that will represent you on high wisdom to know the particular policy to ask for when they see the kings. Because there's one thing seeing Buhari and the cabinet. There's another saying what is sensible that will benefit the country in the next three years, ten years, fifteen years. We need to be aware of these things. Okay, so, um, but, so finally, about policy now, he said, medical, and I please in his eyes that let it be, see, let it be written to reverse. So it is not about just getting one time good governor, one time good president, one time good head of state. The policy we will begin to negotiate for must be something tangible. For instance, can senators please end what policemen are handling for now? Don't tell anybody. I don't want them to know my house. And my house is very, my wife is very fresh, so she can easily be tracked. The protest is good, but to what end? If we make policies, other coming ones. See, what has kept our nation to the way it is now is policy. So see what he said. He said, it is been written to reverse the letter reversed by Ammon that he has done to kill all of us. He said, which he wrote to destroy the Jews, which are in all the king's provinces. 
Can we reverse the letter? Can we reverse the letter? If all he just did was that, please save me. Truly, Esther might be saved. Mordecai might be saved. But the ones coming after, after them may not survive it. Because the law is still there. So can we pray in some set of people that will understand what it is to make policies that are sound and beneficial to generations to come? If you want to clap, please encourage me. It's a good time to clap. Don't be stingy with clap. Praise God. Praise God. So we need guys who understand law and what it is that we should be doing by now. We need to pray them into that office. So policies are needed. Let's be guided. One of the problems of youth is that we believe, in strength, we believe in our strength, which is very good. It's not a problem. And strength somehow can mislead you from calculating. We must learn from the mistake these gray hair people have made and not make the same mistake. Praise God. As I wind up, the Lord spoke something to my heart. And I'm going to do that now. Um, can you see that chapter 5, uh, verse 1? Chapter 5, verse 1. Esther spoke. I want to see where the king could not sleep. Now, Esther spoke up for the people of the land. But the promotion of, promotion of Mordecai was not because Esther spoke. It was because God spoke for him. The Lord asked me to tell somebody, I'm speaking for you in big places. I don't know who the person is. He said, on the night, on that night, and on that night could not the king sleep. Sometimes the way King James speaks in English. And he commanded to bring the, the books of records of the chronicles. And they were read before the king. This was how Mordecai got promoted. This was not Esther's doing. Please, in advanced countries of the world that seems to have conquered what we are fighting for here. There are still poor people there. Do we agree? There are still what? Poor people there. But for you, God said, I'm going to speak for you. I'm bringing the word of encouragement to someone. Listen, it was written in the book of, um, in the, in the book of Luke that now all things are now ready. Listen, when God said all things are now ready, if you read that story very well, it was a banquet set for certain people. Are you together? Oh, are you together? I need you to be on your feet now. Are you together? Because I'm rounding up. Now, it was a banquet set for certain people. Now, when those people did not turn up, I can't read the Bible, I can't read the scripture, it's there. See, then he said unto them, a man make a great supper and bid many to come. But unfortunately, they all started giving excuse one way or the other. So, the Lord of the table now said, call for many people that can make it. And you are part of those people. Now, where I'm going to is that, the day Esther made a banquet before the king, the banquet was made for the king and Haman. Oh, are you together? Oh, can I get your witness? This part is very important. Please don't miss it. Don't miss it. The day the king, Esther, made the banquet, when he was going to make that request, I didn't have time to go to that scripture fully. The day Esther made that request, he said that, king, I want you and Haman 
to come to that banquet. The table was set for King and Haman for that banquet. But Haman was not the one that landed on that table. It was Mordecai that sat on that table. The king that also called where the word of the year came for us said, call certain people to come and eat with me. They didn't make it. It was other people that had that table. What God planned for you this year is not what he's going to do to start creating. It is in the hand of some people. But before the year runs out, there will be a divine revolution. Oh. Do you understand what I'm saying now? What God planned for you, when God said, all things are now ready, I know you are doubting in your mind. Where will I be the house? God said the house is built already. They will hand over the key to you soon. You don't worry, don't forget. The table was prepared for Haman and the king. But it was eventually it was Mordecai and the king that heard from it. What was prepared for many that God said is your own. Before this year runs out, you and kings will start dining together.